I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. We're all about the archers. I'm Philippa. I'm Katie. I'm Lauren. And I'm Quentin. It is my huge pleasure to welcome on the podcast today. I've been so excited about this. We're here talking to Paul Venables, who plays the truly wonderful Jacob. Paul, welcome to All About the Archers. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. It's really nice to be here. I'm honoured to be on your show. <laughs> well, Paul, if you don't mind, we just need to start with a bit of um, housekeeping, if that's okay with you. Firstly, can I just check that you're not wearing your gladiator skirt? Because it'll just send <laughs> our, our female listeners into a tizzy. Can I just check that for a second? No, I, I don't have my gladiator skirt with me. Okay. All right. No, no, it's dry cleaning. <laughs> it got and quite. It got ruined in the rain. It actually, it didn't get ruined in the rain because it was actually waterproof. So it hasn't shrunk. That's good. No, um, it hasn't shrunk. <laughs> and in the spirit of agriculture, I should warn you, Paul, that if any of your answers exceed three minutes, you will hear this sound. So just laying, just laying the ground rules here. The sad, the sad, sad thing is I loved ringing that bell. <laughs> that is the saddest thing. I, I re, I, when you give someone a bell in a recording oh, studio, it's very powerful. Yeah. And obviously if you get a bit saucy, Paul, and you go off script, we will have to interrupt you, I'm afraid. Okay. So those are house rules, Paul. I don't, I don't want that noise. No. no. Okay. But actually, None feel, of us do. Feel, feel free to be saucy. We like a bit of sauce. Now, you must have been <laughs> delighted talking of agriculture, Paul, that Jacob actually turned out to be the funniest thing in it. It was such a, it was one of those things when they launched that bit of story, when I got the script, you read through, and I'm normally in the vet's office and things like that or dealing with horses, but it was so funny when you read it. It, it, it just really, really leapt off the page. And it was, I thought, oh, this is going to be, this is really going to be great fun. And yes. it's so nice to be the, to, to do the Christmas show, even though it is in November. <laughs> that's Christmas for me. That's Christmas. That's Archer's Christmas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you stole the show. You, you, you were oh, even funnier well, than Jasper Carrot. I mean, Sykes, he's No, Jasper, he was great, wasn't he? He was really good. Yeah. <laughs> and it was lovely to work with him. He was just 
you think, oh my God, I, you, you were part of my childhood. And it, it was very, very strange because he, do you remember the funky moped and all that yeah. sort of stuff? Yeah, it's yeah. Yeah, we used to learn is it singing at school with being down here. <laughs> Definitely. I was wondering if Jacob could have any pet that he could that he could have in the world, what would he have? Would he stick with horses or go somewhere a bit well, more like exotic? He's such a horse person, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think he likes all the other animals, but horses. But he hasn't got his own horse as far as I know. So I don't know what else would he have. I think he might like a cat. They're independent, aren't they? Have Hilda. Hilda? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can have Hilda. <laughs> but, you know, I think cats come and go and do their own thing, don't they? And I think he'd, he'd respect that. Mm. Mm, it suits Jacob, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's well, low maintenance. You've got to feed it. But I think he would maybe like a cat, yeah. I kind of. But he's so... He's, I think he really connects with horses, doesn't he? That's, that's his real thing. Mm. And that's great fun to do because I know I'm so hopeless with horses. <laughs> but to be given like this kind of role of a buffer suit <laughs> with all sorts. Well, my question was going to be, Paul, was that you were a very convincing vet. So you you have no veterinary experience. You've no horse well, experience. Do you? I'll tell you about this, Lauren. This is very embarrassing. I've got two dogs and two cats, and I'm often in the vets. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm quite poor as because of that. Yeah, and uh, I'm often in the vet. And the other day I was in the vet and with my dog and. One of the vet room's doors were open, and I just thought, I probably could see a dog or a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I reckon I, I probably could do it. I've been on the arches. I've been playing with that for some time. You know. <laughs> probably at that stage where I could now begin yeah. to see animals. Yeah, just a check over. Yeah. Yeah, this is what the archers does to you, you see. Yeah. <laughs> I quickly came to my senses and realised I must get out quick. <laughs> you were led out by Harrison, yes. My follow-up question was going to be, do you even like animals? But with two dogs and two cats, you obviously do. I do really. Like, we've got three sheep. Oh, wow. Um, in, in, our, in our little field outside and chickens. So, we, yeah, we're quite an animal-bound family. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they're, they're really important animals, aren't they? I think I can't imagine life... Without an animal around, they root you and ground you mm. to just to be with something that's not human that you put all your time and care into. So, yeah, I really, really love animals. Do you do any method acting with your sheep at all? <laughs> I don't do any method acting with the sheep. Um, I don't do any method acting. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm not a farmer on any, any level in any way, uh, but uh, my wife looks after the sheep more than me. I was interested if you were aware of how high Jacob is held in listeners' esteem and the outrage well, when... I'm not at all, no. Oh. I'm going to... Honestly, apart from our us is Jacob. You should know really? Yeah. And absolutely. He is winning hearts everywhere. And the uproar when Stella's dog Weaver was hurt and it wasn't Jacob on duty because everyone said if Jacob had been on duty... Weaver would be alive to tell the tale. I know, really. I mean, if you don't, you could have used me more in that veterinary <laughs> But I don't, I, I don't really know what goes on outside, you know, out, outside doing it. You, you do it and it's very contained. And I, I don't look at social media. I don't, I'm not on social media or anything like that. So I, I never know how it's going down. People do say if they know I'm in it. But it's weird being on the radio. Someone on the, in the cast said, I think it was, I can't remember who said it, but he said, Archers actors, they're like snow leopards. You <laughs> you don't see them very often, but they're there. You don't know when they're there. Harrison who said that. Harrison on me. 
We can assure you, Paul, that uh, female hearts are a throbbing over Jakob. Definitely. Oh, really? They yeah. know you're there. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and picking up on Philippa's point, we have uh, a genuine vet who listens to the podcast, and she made exactly that point. She said that animals' chances of surviving are much higher if Jakob sees it rather than Alistair. I won't tell Michael that. I'm a junior partner, really. I'm the new person. Now, of course, Jak- Jakob is known and loved for his bluntness and brutal honesty, isn't he? Is that something that was, which was directed or did you decide to introduce that? No, it was, de- it was very much part of Jeremy Howe's, I think, conception of, the, of this character com- coming in when, when I uh, was speaking to him about doing it. He had this idea of, and the writers, I guess, but this idea of someone who couldn't help but say things directly. Mm. It just was in, it wasn't in his nature to mess around or say something that wasn't accurate. Whoa. So I, I remember looking at the, the first script, I don't know if anyone remembers, but I, I had these lines where people kept on offering me cake. <laughs> and I kept on saying, I don't like cake. Which is quite a rude thing to just <laughs> someone offers you a nice bit of cake, especially in Amby. <laughs> I should imagine, you know, lots of the cake's quite well made. Yeah. But no, so I had to say, I was very blunt, I don't, I don't like cake. And, mm. and at the beginning, I felt quite rude saying it, but... After a while, it's remarkably liberating. <laughs> you could just start saying all the things that you wouldn't normally say. Other <laughs> people go, well, that's Yakov. He's just... <laughs> so I think I probably should, I could become a bit more like Yakov in my life. I'm probably too eager to please. <laughs> is, he, is he meant to be... Is there meant to be a suggestion that there's, a, there's neurodiversity there? Is, is he on the well, spectrum? Well, have said... Yeah, someone said to me, is he on the spectrum? And I suppose I always, I always think with things like that, Everybody's on the spectrum in some way. Things like OCD, and we're all we're all we're either rightly extreme end or the other end or in the middle somewhere. And I think he is someone who I thought of him as someone who is very in touch with reality of the the reality of the situation all the time. If it's not if it's not real and he can't see it and sense it, he doesn't really understand it. Mm. So he's. I call him sensate. He's, everything's about sensation, and he's not very particularly intuitive. He's not particularly touchy feely, but he's got to. It's got to make sense to him in the here and now. And again, that's quite immediate, isn't it, for someone to be like that? It's you. You. It can be a bit. It can catch you unawares and make you think, "Oh, who am I talking to?" But it's. It's also quite enlivening because you. It can make. It pulls you up short. And I think that's what's so amazing about the relationship he has with Kate, because mm. they mm. come from these two extremes. She's totally intuitive, and he's totally sh- checking reality all the time. I think that's a really nice kind of I agree. combination. Yeah. But he can be very sensitive, can't he? I mean, he spent hours looking yes, for that yes, wristband, he didn't he? He spent hours looking for that wristband. He did, yeah, yeah. no, he, he did. And, and it's, it's, I, I don't know whether, I don't know many of the writers on The Archers, but what I sense is that, they're very good, right? They start a character and then I think they write it with playing to the actor's strengths or, or bringing in new dimensions. So I think I started off very gruff and taciturn Ooh. and I still am, but that you get to see other parts of him mm. which are quite nice mm. and quite caring. Mm. And that's, that's really nice because as an actor, sometimes you think, oh, I'm just playing one thing. That's. Mm all they let me play. But I, I think with Jakob, he surprises you. And he plays the, 
The other thing is she pays the church organ, doesn't he? And then, and then I go, not only am I a very good equine vet, but also good at the church. I'm good on the keys. You know, whether it's time for an album, I think probably oh, yeah. it is. It is. It is I'm thinking a Christmas Yakov, yeah. Yeah, Christmas with Yakov album. Yeah. Some Scandinavian stuff in yeah. there. It's guaranteed to really, really sell poorly, isn't it? <laughs> Following on from your temptation at the vets, have you then been tempted to go into a church and have a tingle on the organ. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't, I haven't, but I, I, would, I can't play the organ at all. That would be terrible. <laughs> you know, I'm holy noise. Most churches are locked now, aren't they? Mm. I, I really loved going into churches. Mm. And I was, the other day I was going on a walk and there was a beautiful old Norman church and I really wanted to go and look inside it, but it was just all locked up. But So I, I would have played the organ. If they'd had a let me Couldn't get in there. <laughs> you... You in real life, as Paul, uh, yes. were in Skyfall. So if the, if the scriptwriters decided to take something in a totally different direction and made Jacob the 007 of Ambridge, oh. who would be your M and Q? Oh, oh. sorry, Q. <laughs> <laughs> in the snell. Yes, obviously. yes, yes. <laughs> and Q, I suppose, one of the Grundies. Yes. Mm. Got to be, got to be one of one of the grandies, really. They know how to get hold of equipment. <laughs> yeah, all their weird, they can, wonderful. They can lay their hand on any gadgets. <laughs> you know. They do. I had a little look on the old Archers website earlier. Lovely fetching photo of you on there, Paul. And there was also some likes and dislikes of Jacobs. And I was wondering if if you can tell me if any of these are your likes or dislikes. So, okay, likes. There's three, three of his this likes. Is what, this is what Jacob likes, is it? Yeah. Horses. Okay. Yes, I do. Real. Well, helps draw me to answer me as you go along. No, no, let's go. Yeah, horses. What do you think of horses? Do you like them? Horses, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, bit scared of them. Me too, actually. And and I, I used to, when when you're an actor, you are duty bound to tell casting directors when they ask you if you horse ride, you say yes, actually. <laughs> yes. Because you think I'm not going to get the job if I say I'm not going to yeah. horse ride. So you get all, the, all these actors. There's a lot of actors who are very good horse horse people. <laughs> Do you say, yeah, but, but I'm a bit scared. I can, I yeah, can I don't say that. I'm no. I've got to become more honest. I don't get so many jobs. But I, I, I think that I've, I have to, I've had to go on a horse when I've, I'm okay on a horse. Okay. But, you know, when they want you to stop on a mark and things like that, you really know you need to know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got I've got into a couple of scrapes with horses on television. Oh wow! Well, the next yeah. one is Rioca. So do you like Rioca? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> really like Rioca. My my daughter's doing a year in Spain at the moment for her degree, Spanish degree, and we've gone out to visit her a few times. And I keep on going into these bars where they only serve wine. It's so nice. There's no beer. There's no nothing else. All it is is Spanish wine, and it's just. It's been an amazing kind of experience because all these different Riocas I didn't know existed. So, yes, I do. We're the same. God, am I turning out to be the same as Yakov? The third of his his three likes are quiet pubs. How do you feel about quiet pubs? Yeah, I like them as well. (laughs) I am in him. I'm turning into Maybe I'll start getting more driving lessons and then I'm just going. (laughs) Then I will be him. Should we match up to see if your dislikes match yeah, up see, as well? Maybe, right. yeah, see, see if so I there's, there's four dislikes. So the first one okay. is Shire's Ale. How do you feel about Ale? I like Ale. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I know, okay. so yeah, it's not so good. And he also dislikes gossip. Do you dislike gossip? I feel gossip in real life 
is what human beings do. Mm. <laughs> I think whether whether we like to admit it or not, we we all we all gossip to a certain degree, and probably it's part of our social functioning, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, to, to gossip with each other. That's how we form little groups and subgroups. But I think it can be a bit poisonous, mm. and I I think. I try to. I live in a village. I try to keep a low profile. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and maybe so everyone's happy with. It. <laughs> third one is deep conversations. How do you feel about deep conversations? No, I do like deep conversations. Oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, I do then, like deep conversations. Yeah. I don't like parties. As I'm a bit older now, but I don't like parties where you can't really hear what people oh, are saying. No. Or if you go to a gig with a friend you haven't seen for ages. You go in, you can't hear or speak to each other, mm. and then you leave the gig and you haven't had a chat. Yeah. You've just had just a lot. You've just mm. shouted the whole time. <laughs> uh, so, I, but I do like. I'd, I'd rather have. A, I'd rather have a meaningful conversation personally. So the last of his dislikes, and this won't come as a surprise to you, it's cake. So we <laughs> yeah. must know what's your thoughts on cake. Love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. I really like it. I have to try and be careful. To I, I, I eat it all the time. To put it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, okay. um, my my son and I have a have a he's about 20, 20, 23, and he we have this thing. Could you eat a pasty now? <laughs> and yeah. we we discovered that we could almost eat a pasty at any point, <laughs> which is not it's not very healthy. But <laughs> I always think, yeah, I probably could eat one. Nice one, yeah, I'd eat one. <laughs> What's it like a really filling meal or something? Even a big meal, yeah, oh, I can right, have it. Okay. I know the pasty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you got well, one? Love that. We've got we've talked about cakes, Paul. So really, we should talk about something. Another food item that we discuss regularly, which is the subject of biscuits. And if you had to say what yes. Jacob's favourite biscuit would be, what would Jacob's preferred biscuit be, do you think? It could be a Scandinavian crisp bread. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Too which many is crumbs, kind of quite though. dry and punishing. He'd, he'd, he'd be Too a bit, many crumbs. Yeah. Or maybe a Garibaldi. Yeah. <laughs> I, think so. I, I think they're a strange biscuit. Mm. I love them. They, I don't quite know what they are. They, when you find those bits of fruit in them, you think, hey, on, get out. What are you eating? Yeah. Just or, uh, what are you doing in here? So I, I think maybe the Jacob's a bit of a <laughs> If I can extend the food questions, actually, I mean, obviously, you must have a favourite make of yogurts, do you? What, in real life? No, Jacob. <laughs> oh, do you, do you remember ski yogurt? Yeah. Any, am I too old? Yeah. No, I, I remember skis. When, when yogurts first were introduced, when they became yeah. something that we had to name there was yeah. a kind of ski yogurt, and it was always people yeah. skiing down some alpine mm. slope, yeah. wasn't it? And I was it actually was very healthy and refreshing. Yes. I was actually thinking of Yakult. Yeah. Yakult. <laughs> yeah, why didn't I think of that? That's his nickname on, on social media. Paul, you need to get on social media. I, I his... don't do any no. social media. Yeah, I'm, I'm, don't, I'm completely don't. in the dark. But no, that's I don't his... want to. I don't think I want to. No, but that's his I nickname. I think when, what, when it first started, someone said, <laughs> oh, you know, there's an Archers Forum or something. And I thought, yeah. Oh, I'll have a look at it. And I went on it, and then it was just saying things about me that I thought, I don't want to read that. So I <laughs> well, very it's... quickly came off. I went and hid under the table. Well, they, all think you, they all think you're sexy now anyway, so don't worry. But, yeah, Yakult is your nickname, Paul. Oh. There you go. Yeah. I'm quite yeah. good for your gut, aren't I? Mm. Yeah. You quite... <laughs> I'm with you. I don't know. How long have you been doing this show? Is it a long show? Has the two been going a long time? Too long, Paul. <laughs> only, only since last September. Yeah. 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 We're, we're eating our way through the cast. So you'll be back on yeah. soon, Paul. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a couple of months, Paul. We'll have you back okay. on. Okay. 
Yeah, can, <laughs> can, we need you to get Kate on for us as well, if you could have a yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, I'll, persu- I'll try and persuade Perdita to come on. Yeah, Please we'd do. love that. We'd love to have her on. She's lovely. She's great. I mean, talking of Kate, we got to talk, we got to talk Kate. Do you think Jacob could ever end up living with her full time? Well, I don't know. Please you don't. never know what they're going to throw at the dish, <laughs> do you? Um, the thing is with Kate, she, what always amazes me about um, Perdita and Kate is that when you read the script and Kate says something really outrageous, you think, I don't know how an actor's going to say this when you read it. <laughs> and then when she does it in the reaper, you think, my God, it's brilliant. That's how she, and she says it with such mm. uh, authority and belief. Yeah. I, I think it really is marvellous because it really works. But you think as an actor, I don't want oh, how would I say that? I don't yeah. have to try and make the audience like me or not like me. But Pernity just really bangs it on the nose. Mm. And I think that really works. Mm. So in yeah. terms of them living together, I don't, I think possibly they could because they, <laughs> but maybe they'd have a modern relationship and maybe they, they wouldn't be, at the moment, they're kind of co She comes round sometimes, doesn't yeah. she? Mm. Yeah. yeah. And I go there. So it's a, it's a bit, I don't know what they'll do with that, but I think mm. he does like his own space and he does like order. And he can't but stand a same, mess, can he? He can't stand he can't a mess. He can't stand a mess. But, mm. he, but at the same time, he's, he does, he, there's a yielding in him, isn't there? Yeah. Mm. He does yield to people eventually. Mm. And even, even when someone really upsets him or something goes wrong, in the, in the end, he, do, he does try to find a kind of more forgiving place, I think. I like the modern representation you mentioned of the relationship. Like, I know plenty of people that are in those relationships where they're in a romantic relationship with someone, but they'll just never move in with each other. So I'd quite yeah, yeah, like they, to see that. Yes. Like, Yeah, yeah, it could be quite good, couldn't it? Because yeah. they, they're, they're committed, but they don't do the whole thing of sh- lumping everything in yeah. together. I'd like to see it. Or if he moved in with Kate, he'd have to have his own man cave that had all of his... Stuff neatly lined out and everything. Yeah. But what do you think would be in his man cave? I think he'd have a kind of sta- a stable-looking building, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. In, in there, <laughs> one of them doors. <laughs> one of those stable doors. It's got to have a stable yeah. door, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't think it would have a beer pump or anything like that. I suppose he'd he'd he might have a bit of Scandinavian woodcraft somewhere. Nice, yeah. Yeah, some. He may have a. He might have a, a little kind of practice organ. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a little, my little kind of synthesizer organ with a church Aww. setting, and yeah, some you make some hot toddies and stuff like that, Scandinavian style thing, and then a kind of, I guess, like a a tweed like birch. Oh, you could you could rush out and throw yourself in the pond, and then and then flagellate yourself. <laughs> yeah, a bit yeah. of flagellation. Yes, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 only for circulation, obviously. <laughs> I think yeah. yes, yeah, yeah. They have Jakob. I suppose probably be into the cold water kind of. But yeah, mm-hmm. probably I like say. a bit of that. Yeah, surprised they hadn't done that. Very good. Mm. Would he have a sauna? He might have a sauna, might not he? It's becoming more like a kind of miniature village outside his farm, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? And, and there's sort of, a sauna, a stable, a lake. And Ab- Sorry, Aberon. Kate, there's just no room for you. There's just no room, no. no. And, and Aberon, permanent loop. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for the award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Do you have a favourite storyline you've been involved in? <clears throat> no, I think, I, think I, I really like the agricultural thing because... Yeah. I, d- I did really enjoy doing that. I mean, I because it was just, I thought it was just so delightful. Yeah, and it, great fun. And it, it was, and it was, it was innocent in a way. Mm. And I, I really liked that. I thought there's not so much of that around at the moment. Where mm. someone who doesn't, also someone who he he really didn't want to do the comparing because it was really outside what he who he is, but. Because he felt obliged to to help with the church, he really pushed himself to do it. I felt that tension was was really nice. The fact that he, he did, and then of course when he did do it, he started to become quite didactic and, and bossy, <laughs> and slightly like the limelight in some sort of bizarre way. Yes, <laughs> and he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't budge an inch, would he? No, no. That was that's what was funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was funny. And all the and I thought Linda Snell was just amazing in that bit as well. She was. <laughs> She's, she's such a delight to work for. It was great. And you've mentioned about the cake scenes, which were some of your first scenes, but I just wonder what you remember from sort of day one recording, Paul. What, well, what are your memories of Day that? one, I, see, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this and um, be in the Archers, but I wasn't, I didn't really know the, I did know the Archers, but I didn't listen to the Archers. And I knew of it and I knew it was often on, but in the background. But I'd only started listening to The Archers because a very good friend of mine called Tim Watson, who plays Rob Titchener, was in it. And I know and some friends had told me, oh, Tim's doing this thing on the radio. And I started listening to it and I got hooked because it was so compelling. And Tim was so... Did you ever have Tim on the show? No, can you get him no, on for No, we'd love to. I'm sure. We'd love to. I'm sure he would. I'm sure he would. I'll ask him. Oh, please. He, oh, he's the nicest, kindest, vegetarian man. <laughs> Deeply ethical person. And he was playing this absolute monster. And he just, it was so, you, it made it so powerful because you think, I'm really being, I'm really being pulled into this whole storyline. So I started listening to it, listening to The Archers then. But then when I got offered the job, this is a bit, this is so naive, but I, I thought, I imagined when you went to Birmingham, you'd be in a big rehearsal room with a big trestle table and there'd be, all the archers would be around the table and everybody's got their scripts. You, you see everybody, but of course it's not like that at all. You are very compartmentalised and you only see the people in your episode and you, you, sometimes you don't see people for years mm-hmm. and, and, and you, but you're talked about or you talk about them. So it's a very, it's a very, it takes a bit of getting used to because I thought I'm going to meet everybody and it'll be like this great big company. But you on the whole only meet about seven or eight people each time. I mean, of of the characters that you are familiar with now (laughs) in Ambridge, who do you think Jacob, not you, Paul, who do you think Jacob would love to see the back of? Which character? (laughs) Oh, oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think he's got, I don't think he's got any kind of sworn enemies, really. I think he finds, 
he finds people really irritating and time wasting and sometimes pointless. But I don't, I don't, I don't think he'd actually wish anyone away. I don't. He think, was quite happy right. to see the back of his brother, wasn't he? He'd had enough of him by the time he left. Yeah, I, I think oh, yeah. I don't know whether they're going to do something with that story. Oh, uh, because the the guy who plays my brother is actually a very old friend of mine. So. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I'd, I'd love to I'd love to do some scenes with him if I ever do. But uh, yeah, he was messy. Yeah, he was messy, yeah. and he's irresponsible and a wayward. Well, he's quite a moral. He's quite a moral man, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm. He's got quite a moral compass. Kirsty would like to see him back, wouldn't she? Mm-hmm. She would. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, that all got a bit. Yeah. Hot, didn't it? Hot. It did. Fruity. <laughs> well, did. we come to the final bit, Paul, which is the question that was raised from the last member of the cast that we interviewed. Now, the last member of the cast, oh, actually, was it wasn't one, it was two. We had Maddie and Ben. We had Chelsea and Ben on together. <clears throat> so, actually, we've okay. got a question from each of them. Double. Maddie's, right. Maddie's question is, if Jacob was an animal... What would it be? I've got two things came immediately into my mind. One was an eagle because he's quite beady. But he's, he doesn't rush around and he's got his eye on everything. Focused. Uh, foc- very, very focused. That's the first thing that came into my mind. Can I think of another animal? Maybe like a... I think he's quite... Um, there's something a bit feline about right. Jacob. Maybe a bit of a leopard. He can bite, can't he? If he wants to, mm. but he's also quite elusive. He doesn't. He doesn't go into Ambridge if he can help it. With a hint of meerkat as well. Yeah. With a bit of meerkat. The final question is from Ben. Ben Norris, who plays Ben Archer, yeah. and he was commenting about how straight-laced Yakov can appear sometimes. So his question is: When does the devil come out? Oh. When does the devil come out, Yakov? Yeah. It would have to be under the, the northern lights. When I think you probably. You know, stripped down. Birch at hand. Birch, birch firmly in hand. Gladiator skirt With on. Bottle of snaps or vodka and <laughs> running into the ice. With Kate, I imagine. Absolutely brilliant. Brilliant. What a moment Put- to end on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there we go. That's radio. Put that on radio. <laughs> you'd, almost, you'd, you'd almost think Paul's thought of that before. Well, it's made me, oh, I have, I should say, I wanted to. I have wanted to go back to Scandinavia somewhere to reclaim my roots. <laughs> yes. I, I yeah. think I'd, you know, I'd be welcome. Yeah, that could be a whole spin-off. Uh, we'll mm. bring back yeah. the Ambridge Extra. You never you never know. But, get it, uh, get it, getting back in with my heritage. Mm. Yes. Mm. No, Paul, honestly, it's been such a wonderful time just chatting to you and hearing more about Jakob. We're so grateful for you joining us. I'm very thrilled to have been asked, so thank you very much. And it's been great to hear questions from people and just it's really nice to be to be appreciated to hear that people enjoy the character it's really oh, lovely do. Yeah, they do yeah thank they you very much indeed Paul. Thank you. thanks Paul okay. thank you nice to meet you all we'll be back on Tuesday that's it from us so it's a bye bye from me so ta-ra from me goodbye from me and it's a bye bye from me bye bye everyone Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.